welcome to Chasing Barefoot Ultra. I'm your average runner, chasing some big distances and learning a lot along the way. Welcome back to Chasing Barefoot Ultra, where we talk all things running, mindset, and really tuning into your body. Today, I wanted to talk about why I switched barefoot shoes and kind of my thoughts on both the Vibram Five Fingers as well as the Zero HFS that I have started using. Before I get too far into that though, I thought I'd talk about what my running goals look like for next year. As I mentioned previously, I like to set two sets of goals. I had been kind of struggling with what I wanted that to look like for the following year. So what I have landed on is for my lofty goals, I'm looking at a 50k in May with a sub 630 time, a 100k in September with no time goal, just a finish goal. For my more realistic goal, I'm looking at a half marathon in May with a sub 230 and a 50k in September with a sub 7. So those are my two sets. I'm going to start really trying to reach for the lofty goals, but I want to always have that plan B. My first year of really running, I hit those lofty goals and it felt really amazing. Uh, this year, which would be my second year of really intentional running and entering races, I hit my realistic goals. My lofty goal was crossed off pretty early in the year and it still felt really amazing to hit that goal. So having these two sets, I think either way, whichever one I hit or whichever one I strive for, is going to feel great. It's going to feel really good to work for it and to get back into a bit of a routine. I do need to really keep in mind though, as I start looking at these and start trying to train for these, not to make the same mistake that I did this year. And that is not getting too regimented, not trying to, you know, shoehorn myself into a training plan just because it works for everyone else. I need to really remember what works for me, tune into that and keep that focused. I've already found myself looking at these 100k training plans and trying to fit myself into them. So I think this might be a challenge to do, but I'm going to keep it really on the forefront and really work towards hitting these goals, remembering what works, and just seeing how far I can go. But to switch over to what I really wanted to talk about today, which was the barefoot shoes, why I started with Vibram, why I made the transition to zero, and how it's going overall. When I started getting back into running, it was after my third ankle surgery. It was after I discovered walking barefoot felt better than walking in shoes. So that's really the primary reason that I went barefoot. I went with the Vibram Five Fingers because they were kind of hitting the fad point. Um, there's a lot of information out there about them. I could, you know, see what's working. I could find a shoe that I thought 
would work well for me. And there was some in a town nearby that I could actually try them on and see how they felt. The other barefoot shoes weren't really out there yet. I hadn't really heard of too many of them, and there weren't definitely not any around that I could try on. I think I was actually really lucky that I was able to try these on before buying them, because after I got my first pair, I could never find them locally again, or near local again. I always had to order them. And, I mean, knowing which size to get was really helpful, even though depending on the style, it actually changes quite a bit. But it was a really great place for me just to start, to see how they feel and ease into them. The most important thing when you are transitioning to barefoot is to do it slowly. The rest of your body might be ready to go out and hammer out a 10k, but your feet are not. If your feet are used to being really, really supported in your standard runner, going into a barefoot runner is like if you're on the couch for 10 years and decide you're going to go run that 10k, you're not going to feel great doing it. So it's really important to give your feet the time they need to adjust to build up their strength. For me, it was pretty easy to ease into it simply because I was also easing back into running myself. So me and my feet progressed at the same speed. It was, you know, coming off several surgeries and, you know, getting myself back moving again too. So whereas I think for some, this is probably a tough spot to get through, to be patient, not just go out there and know, hammer out the distances you're used to just in a new shoe. For me, I was really, I was starting from square one too. So the Vibrams, they really did me well for a number of years. They worked really good for me. They let me push my distance. I ran one of my 50Ks in them and they worked really well for what I needed them to do. My ankle was never the cause of any problems. It, well, if it was, it wasn't because of running. Um, And they were just an overall solid shoe. I found that I did wear out the bottom fairly quick. Um, I would need to get new ones a little bit more frequently than I really wanted to. And that's just because I could start to feel rocks and whatnot poking up through the sole, where when they're a little bit newer, I didn't feel that as much. So the bottom did tend to wear out on me. With my very first pair, it was actually in between the toes that wore out. There was a little, like a nylon thin fabric, and it was just non-existent after a season of running. They did address that in a new version of the shoes. So, so my very first Vibrams were the Spiridian LS, and then my second for running um, was the V-Trail 2.0. So with the V-Trails, you do need to size up from what you might be used to wearing, but there was a little bit more built into the toes, so they were sturdier. I didn't have that wearing out on me at all. I've gone through two pairs of those. Um, It was just the the sole that tended to get a bit thinned out um, and wouldn't protect my feet from gravel or the loose rocks like it did it originally. So the really big 
plus side to the Vibrams. Um, I never got blisters, um, well, except once, but that's because I, but that was because I took my socks off and tried to run in them without the toe socks and my feet had been swelling because of the heat and this was during my marathon distance um, and I had one blister under my toe. But otherwise, wearing the socks, doing what I normally do, I never had any blisters or real problems with my feet. I did notice that you know, after probably 15k, my feet would start to fatigue. Uh, they were definitely the part of me that got tired first. On my long runs, they were the, the part of me that I could feel. Um, they were the part of me that I wanted to find some way to stretch or to just ease the tension a bit. Uh, there really wasn't a way I could do that. I did, you know, roll my feet out a lot. I used a scraper to, you know, release the tension. But that was the part of me that really got tired first. Otherwise, they were a really good shoe. Um, my biggest pet peeve with them really was that when I ran down the trail, I would end up with dandelions, grass, clover, and whatever else stuck in between my toes. If it was a big dandelion head or a chunk of clover, I'd have to stop and actually pick it out just because I really didn't like the feeling of it in there. Sometimes it would loosen off after running for a bit and kick itself free, but more often than not, I had to stop. And this is really the reason that I switched and why I wanted to try something different. So there's quite a variety of barefoot shoes available now. The ones that I looked at and decided to give a shot were the Zero shoes. So the ones I have are the Zero HFS. The reason I went with these is really because they were the only ones I could find in my size. So these ones come with a two millimeter insole that you can either leave in or take out depending on how much road feel you want. When I got them, I assumed I'd probably end up taking that out, but I wanted to give it a try first and just see how it went. Like I said, with the Vibrams, my feet getting fatigued were one of my bigger issues. So I thought if there's a possibility that having this little bit of cushion will work and take some of that fatigue away, I really wanted to give it a shot first before I just jump to the conclusion that I needed to have it out. Having that insole in there really doesn't change the feel too much. It just is a little bit more cushion, but it's still a very true barefoot feel. So there is no restriction on how your foot is playing or how your toes are moving. It's very open and feels like a barefoot shoe except there's that little extra cushion that I've left in. Um, I found with that cushioning, my, the fatigue in my feet really resolved. I still get it a little bit, but not nearly to the degree that I was before. I don't know if there's something else contributing to that, but I feel it's pretty coincidental to not be related to the shoe and to having that little cushioning underneath. 
And these, of course, being a closed toe shoe, really resolved the issue for me of getting stuff stuck between my toes. I knew going in, but it's a huge plus. I also found that the breathability in these is a lot better than the Vibrams. The Vibrams I found really didn't let my feet breathe. I didn't notice that so much before because I guess I didn't really have anything to compare it to. But as soon as I put the Zero shoes on and went for a run, like I could feel the breeze and it really helped reduce any foot swelling when I went on my long runs. Um, with the Vibrams I had on my marathon, my feet swell up to the degree that I had to take my shoes off and run in my socks for a bit. Just because like the little toes were just digging right in between my toes and it was so painful I, I couldn't run. So I was running through town in that section in sock feet. So that was really a big plus for me with the zero shoes that I wasn't expecting. I'm not too sure how that is going to feel once the temperatures really drop, especially running in winter. I've tried to source out the zero trail shoe. I think it's the Mesa. I haven't been able to find it in my size though. So hopefully I'll be able to before we really get a lot of snow because I think the traction will be better in those than the HFS, which are really more of a road shoe. Uh, it's one thing I found with the Vibrams. My feet stayed warm. Um, I ran, I think it was to minus 15, maybe minus 20. And I didn't have issues with my feet getting too cold. Uh, I really would have preferred to have something that was a bit more waterproof than the Vibrams, which I don't think the Zero are really going to help with. But I was also really limited in running colder with Vibram because I didn't have the option to add thicker socks or really any warmth possibilities in those shoes. With the Zero, I feel like I've got some options there. I could maybe go with a warmer sock or even just tape off the mesh on the top of the shoe. So when it comes down to the run, I really was comparing it to how it felt on the 50k. So this one was generally a lot harder because I wasn't trained properly, but my feet felt a lot better this time around. They were not nearly as sore or fatigued as they were when I ran in my Vibrams. Uh, I did have issues with my toes in the Zero shoes where they were rubbing up against the top of the shoe. One toe has gone black, the other one probably would have, but we caught it a little bit sooner and taped it. I also had blisters starting on the back of my heels with the Zero shoes. That I resolved fairly easily with just changing how I tied the shoes and it stopped a little bit of movement. I do wonder if tying it differently sooner would have maybe stopped the black toe as well. Um, I haven't noticed too many issues with it running shorter distances and that toe is still a bit tender so I feel like I would be noticing it now. So I think for me I'll definitely be sticking with the zero shoes for a bit. I still have my Vibrams. I do still wear them if I'm going for a walk or anything like that. 
I don't wear them running anymore. I kind of, once I make a switch, I like to stick with it and really see how it's going to go. The Vibrams were a really good option for me. Um, the biggest reason that I decided to make the switch was really because I was tired of picking stuff out from between my toes. There were some really great perks that came along with that that I wasn't expecting. So it's definitely been a positive experience for me making this transition. There's things to tweak along the way and things to watch for. As with anything in getting new shoes, I think part of the reason I had a few issues crop up on my 50k with the zero shoes is because I kind of did a cardinal sin when it comes to running or running a long distance. And I only had a couple short runs under my belt with these shoes before I took them out on that 50k. If I had put in the time with them that I should have and did some longer runs in them before going for that distance, then I probably would have known, okay, I need to tie them different to stop blisters. Maybe that would have helped the toe or I would have taped the toe before I even left. One thing that I noticed is a huge difference between the Zero shoes and the Vibrams is I've seen quite a few people out running and since running in my Zero shoes, I haven't had one person stop me and ask me about my shoes or ask how you can possibly run in those or aren't your feet cold? And with the Vibrams, this wasn't a super common occurrence, but it happened several times. And I mean, I don't mind stopping and answering questions, but I've had a lot of looks and it does interrupt the run, which is okay sometimes. But it's been, yeah, one really big difference that I've noticed between the two is no one really wants to stop and talk to me about my footwear anymore. So those are really the big differences between Vibram Five Fingers and the Zero Shoes. I will hopefully be able to try the Zero Trail, the Mesa, soon. I'm still looking for it, I'm trying to see if there's maybe some min sizes that would cross over and be in stock, but we'll see how that goes. So what are your goals for next year? What are you looking at doing or setting your sights on? I have some ideas of goals for down the road as well. And getting there or part of getting there is to make sure I can mentally train for this upcoming year, that I can keep on track of what I need to do and sink into the rhythm that I know I can. After a lot of struggling this year and trying to fit my training into something that really didn't suit me, I had a really amazing run the other day. I actually followed a guided fartlek run through Sally McRae's app and it was really amazing. It was the best run I had had in a year and it really got me thinking, you know, maybe I need a little bit of structure or some guided runs and I could do that without really being regimented on distance or days because I just had her in my ear. You know, the music would turn down and say, okay, now's the time to 
you know, pick up the pace for 30 seconds. And then I wasn't looking at my watch. I just picked up the pace because in 30 seconds, come back on and say to go back to an easy run. Not sponsored or anything, though if, you know, that's an option, I would be all for it. Um, It was just really amazing and really reminded me to keep my options open, not get too focused on one thing or making things be one way. That same with the shoes. I swore up and down. Nope, I was sticking with Vibram. They worked. I'm not changing it. And I'm really happy I changed it. Thanks for tuning in to Chasing Barefoot Ultra. If you liked what you heard, I would love it if you would share it with a friend. If you want to find me on Instagram, you can find me at Chasing Barefoot Ultra.